Hi. Welcome to Hinge House of the Secret Chamber. I am Khan. Okay, okay. That would be Nikonsi. And my name is Alex. He's been working on that a lot more than I think he should. He's got some free time. So you know every every morning with you, my push ups. You you know that <laughs> it's something that you weren't expecting him to work on, but he's done it. How do you Yeah. You know, I, I can appreciate that he's worked on it. Oh, guess we, guess what? Guess what? Okay. <laughs> so the past couple podcasts, I've been trying different things. Yes. Are you trying something different today? Yeah, I'm gonna do something new today. Whoa. Okay. So let tell me. Let me oh, know no. if you what you think. Okay. You still don't even know what I did the last two podcasts. I, d- I d- nope. I nope, don't. But don't worry because eventually I'll explain it to you in the future, <laughs> and then you'll go back and listen to it and be like. Oh, that's what he was doing. He's imprinting on us. He's Listeners, psychological warfare here. I can't sleep at night. I'm trying mean, to figure out what he's what he's doing. I already can't sleep at night. I can't sleep during the day either. That sounds that sounds serious. Oh, should we stop this podcast to address that? Nah. Maybe nah. Let's go into our <laughs> <laughs> let's go into our weekly recommendations, guys. Ooh. <laughs> Bruce Lee just popped up on the on the thing, so we're we're not gonna get a recommendation from him. But let's get one from from Nikonsi. I am so excited to recommend this to all of you. Yes, that's how excited he is. It is a new manga that I've been reading oh. called Instant Bullet. IB IB. Cool. IB Instant Bullet. Instant Bullet. This is about. Fukase, an outcast, a loner, a Yankee, has had enough of this world. I don't even know why they have that in the description. Know a Yankee, Yankee? <laughs> to like from New York. Kind of I don't like, know. Yeah, <laughs> he wants nothing to do with it and silently wished for the world to end. Yet during Christmas Eve, a chance encounter with an unknown creature and a girl named Sarah may change him and his fate. Wow! It's um, it's, I'm only on chapter eight, and there's. A total of 25 chapters. Sweet. Is it ongoing or is it already completed? Uh, it is partially completed, but the author is going to come back to it oh, later okay. on. But it is, I think it, with the recent popularity, mm-hmm. he's going to be able to continue the story sooner than later. Very cool. But it's just very interesting because all of the characters are, they're very human. They have their good nature and bad nature, and they deal with that. I love that. And all of them deal, all of the characters have had some type of trauma in their life, Mm. especially the main character. The main character has reached a point where now that he possesses this power that he kind of stumbled upon, uh, he wants to he he wants to destroy the world. What? That's the main character, right? Okay. But then he meets this girl, this witch girl, and she can see the past and the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said that she tells him that right now you might feel this way, but you're going to be the one that saves this world. Trippy. That's yeah. a good premise. And she goes, and because you want to do that. I will eventually fall in love with you. What? what? I love a love story. Especially one that like, has storytelling elements like that where it's not necessarily like love. It's not, no, it's not love at first sight. Mm-hmm. It's literally 
that you're you're a terrible person right now but, but you're gonna like, like but you you can become better you're gonna you eventually can. be better i've yeah. seen it and with the main character you really don't know what he's always thinking about because mm-hmm. he at first he's like he seems kind of evil like trying to destroy the world mm-hmm. but then you start to read it and you understand why sounds super dope yes yeah, is this crazy. a new and Japanese the art manga? is so good so it's instant bullet yes i be instant bullet sweet manga <laughs> what about you con uh it's kind of hard to recommend stuff because i've been so busy with uh, just MMOs and stuff on the stream. Well, that's okay. But that said, uh, I really think that Elder Scrolls Online has been underrated by a lot of people. Okay. Because the game at launch was totally not worth your time or your money. That game was absolutely terrible within the first year. But after that, it's like, oh, hey, have you ever heard of listening to your players? Now the game is actually in a cool spot. There's lots to do. It's a lot of open uh i mean it's an elder scrolls game that happens to be like everybody is also in the elder scrolls like i don't know the storytelling is really really cool yeah because a lot of those quests are really one-on-one kind of like they really do suck you into like no no no, this is you and you're doing this job we need you to we need you to go and kill all these demons please like we need you to go kill all the demons. Okay. So uh, there's that. Uh, I also wanted to say that Nino Kuni 2 came out, and I haven't gotten a chance to play it, but go back and re- check out Nino Kuni 1. Like, that game is a 10 hour long tutorial, but it is amazing. Interesting. This is tons of fun. And it's just, it's a great world. It's an RPG? Yes. Okay. Yes, created um, with Studio Ghibli. And the first oh, one. Th- what? Yeah, yeah, the first one had. The art is they amazing. They definitely had like a lot more Studio Ghibli in it. But I think the second one, they have the style of the art. And so that's kind of where they like s- stopped working so inherently with it. I think it's got a different writing team. Oh, cool. Um, and it's got more game, like different gameplay stuff going on. Uh, I haven't checked out too much of it. I'm going to check it out. So I'm, that's why I'm recommending other people should check it out right now. A lot has happened this week. I have two more recommendations. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep it short. Just it's crazy. <laughs> I know. We'll get around to that. Wait, everybody needs to play Yakuza. Yakuza. Kiwami. It's a remake of uh, the first Yakuza game that came out on the PS2. Okay. But now it's remade on the PS4. Hmm. Okay, before Alex. Oh, can get such another... a good story! It's so deep. Everybody <laughs> just needs to look it up. Before Alex gets his chance to do a recommendation, here's my f- my final recommendation. Before we get on to things, <laughs> so we're just much has c- happened this week. We're just gonna I cut swear. Alex out of it. Sorry, I don't get a recommendation. This I week. love you, brother, but <laughs> not this week. No, game over, man. On Netflix, that is a great bromance title. That that movie is hilarious. It's uh, it stars and was, I believe produced and written by the three main actors of workaholics so you know it's going to be a good time i haven't watched it yet though um i got one more anime recommendation (laughs) no that's everybody needs to listen to this no garo just write that down because you will love it as well it's an anime garo g-a-r-o garo yes anime yes watch it okay guys (laughs) that's it K 
Okay, no more recommendations. Nope. Okay, we've been busy this week. <laughs> we've been consuming media. Look at look at I I wrote down notes, guys. And I wrote this for my recommendation, guys. One thing. You guys are messed up. Paragraph. Oh, dang. That's long. That's longer than anything we just said. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> well, uh, this week, we're going to switch it up. Um, what about your recommendation? No recommendation for me. I want to read that, though. We took, it we looks so cool. To. The viewers want to hear it. The viewers want to hear it. They're listeners. All right. <laughs> Our Fine. consumers want to hear it. Um, it... It's nothing. It's nothing special. Uh, this weekend, I finished. I watched the conclusion of Dragon Ball Super. How was it? How are you gonna say that wasn't special? Yeah. How was it? Yeah. It was freaking epic. Um, it was. It was actually very. It was kind of like you know. It was definitely your your stereotypical like neat wrap up. Like oh, we wanted to see if you were gonna do the right thing, and then everything worked out. Kind of wrap up, but. The way that the tournament of power ended opened up the uh, the story for like a lot of possibilities. Now you got all all these universes. I think what is it? Universes one through eleven. Yeah, the, there's a multiverse. Yes, and there's various characters and various stories that you can go into. I hope they go into the you know the other planet Vegeta in the in universe six they have a movie coming out in december that's mm-hmm. exciting and then they're gonna and then they're gonna bring back the series yes after the movie so it's going on a, a short hiatus but it was really cool so the final bout uh the final battle was uh jiden versus goku um and then you know spoil alert if you weren't if you didn't watch the episode prior Frieza and android 17 step in and, and back goku up because he gets like he runs out of stamina I'm... aren't you glad i talked you into watching super yes i am <laughs> you know it's what just so it, much nostalgia it well not only that but like let's just let's just be real um s- s- dragon ball super really outdid its predecessor as far as like the fighting scenes go it, it's way more dynamic strategy is crazy strategy in every battle yes there's actual strategy and it's not the one strategy that they always use is like, right, let's fire up a spear bomb and just take them out. Which is really, really weird to know that there's a lot that has developed in writing techniques over the last like 12 years. That does, right? that is a so, good measure. You're like, right. Pick, like pointing it out, like there are things that even without nostalgia goggles, we're going to enjoy. Yes. But. Dragon Ball Z does have a lot of heavy nostalgia goggles. It, it, it really does in the fact that they just refuse to give Piccolo, Gohan, or Vegeta like a very significant platform. They're just like, nah, insignificant, you know, whatever. But I do appreciate that none of the fights in this in this uh, new anime ended in a giant 19-episode you know long spirit bomb power up and um the the ending the end fight was a team effort between android 17 goku and frieza which is really super awesome like it's actually one of the teams i'm working with with dragon ball fighter z is it <laughs> it was an epic final fight it was super sick man so um i'm excited 
for the for what's going to be happening next. I'm excited for the movie in December. What's crazy is that you're excited about that, and I'm excited about Bardock and Brawly are coming out later this week, and that's just the first DLC for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. So our game can eventually get like. Maybe Jiden? Hmm? Hey. He'd be pretty. He looks like he'd be pretty strong. But well, Hit's already in the game. so Hit's dope. Dude. Hopefully <laughs> he gets a little more, uh, yeah, you know, a little more love. <laughs> uh, uh, so we got, this week we watched Pacific Rim Uprising. That is the movie we shall be re- reviewing this week. Before we get into it, I'd like to pass on the minute breakdown torch over to mr khan to this week he's going to do it himself he's going to give a he's going to give a whack at it so should Hold i on somebody be trying to contact me because I'm, be, I'm so popular now why are you being such a thought uh, well that's rogue no mm. strong thought yeah like you know mm. pensive <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and start <laughs> the timer like a thinker strong thinker you uh, are i'm really wait wait right now yes right now it's going it's not get yet. ready ready get set and go so i'm really really bad at this but let's break it down for you at the end of the first movie we all saw it our heroes died at the beginning of the new movie actually our heroes actually died that was a great part you know for me i was excited because <laughs> that means we get new characters new characters by the way means uh what's his name's son the son is played Pentecost. by yeah Pentecost. Pentecost's son is played by Finn. So I mean, you know, there's there's a whole tangent there about the Star Wars universe being real. It's like uh, Pacific Rim <laughs> is uh, it's been ten years and like shit happened and uh, now now we're at the Pacific Rim Academy. Pacific Rim Academy has lots of cool things and oh there's this is the uprising charlie day what are you doing over there what are you doing oh my god charlie day why would you do that the movie that all right there you go (laughs) 13 (laughs) seconds to spare i felt like i addressed multiple plot points without spoiling anything in a nice friendly manner (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i thought you guys let me know how you think um Con did. We're gonna throw it up on. If Instagram. anything, my delivery is better than the actual plot. I, but I love your plots because <laughs> they're actually so much better. Like, no, that was good. Hey, I had uh, <laughs> I had sixteen episodes to to perfect. True, my it. brother has been per- perfecting this. Yes. Dang, has it been that many episodes already? Yeah, this is episode seventeen, guys. That's pretty cool. Super exciting. It's almost legal. Wait. It's almost <laughs> we're almost you can almost have sex with us and not get arrested for it. Almost. Don't try it, guys. So this movie was directed by Stephen S. DeKnight. Uh little known fact about him is he also directs Netflix's Daredevil. Oh. Yes, just to just give you an idea of some of oh. his in, in endeavors, his achievements. And I took the liberty of reading an interview with him because I was really curious with the direction and and his intent with this with this arc or this this storyline and what he wanted to do with it because spoiler alert at the end he definitely left it open for another movie which I'm actually super excited about please let there be a franchise please let there be a video game for me that'd be super dope like there's so many especially after this movie mm-hmm. with, I mean, it's not a big spoiler alert in my opinion, but like uh, Scrapper, 
Yeah. Scrapper opened up so many doors because oh, yeah. all of a sudden the technology is not limited to the big titans that yes. take two people and 15 like thousand people to like make it you know yeah you really start to wonder like where are they getting all these resources from but that don't don't think about it too much because it's gonna ruin kaiju blood it's gonna ruin the plot (laughs) for you and you're not gonna enjoy it yeah just appreciate charlie day which by the way charlie day did a great job he did a fantastic job guys it was exciting to see him in a role that was both supposed to be a little like funny that that kind of energy character but also whoa charlie day (laughs) yes he he played um, a very good manic person. Yes, and I and I was a fan of it. I, I okay. So his goal with the movie was to just make a fun action movie. This was his first attempt at a blockbuster, a big movie, and you can see how it was a freshman. You know mm, what I mean? It definitely was that kind a of freshman, freshman effort. Film. Yeah, uh, because I think that we could have spent a little more time in character development not yeah like kind of character definitely allowing a little more of that would have been fine but i think at the at the same time i feel like if there wasn't a whoop whoop oh (laughs) i feel like if there wasn't like this kind of theatrical cut that movie could end up being like a three-hour movie like there's a lot of potential for character development that definitely feels like it got cut yeah they, they brought in a lot of characters but didn't really talk about them yeah, which I mean was kind of expected, but it would have been nice to maybe just ten more minutes on character development. Yeah, to right. flesh people out, um, allow them to interact. Yeah, I, I, in you, different you ways. Have, yeah. You have such a great cast. Uh, Longer John, training scene that would have been nice. That would have yeah. been great. John John, John Boyega, Boyega and, and the uh, the yeah. other guy. I always forget his name, but uh, they. I really wanted more on that interaction and then the little love triangle that they have because like there's again there's a whole point of these characters totally freaking knew each other and have lived part of their lives together before this yeah and then all of a sudden we're on screen and we don't get any any little bit of that except for what we did get so like five more minutes of that would have been great (laughs) yeah and again like it it did its job for for what it was doing, it was it was mm-hmm. a great sequel. The fight scenes were a blast. John Boyega was good. He, he was funny. Knew. You know what's <laughs> funny? He had and and I read this in the interview. He had such of such a uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think of like Indiana Jones slash uh, what what character did Harrison Ford play? Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Sorry Solo. guys. He had he had that it's vibe like there's about a home him. movie coming out. I about that apologize. <laughs> We've talked about this. We <laughs> agree to agree. We agree to agree. <laughs> we had a fa- we had a family fight about agree tonight. On we just family needed to feud. understand the degree of agreeness. <laughs> it was about Rogue One. Me and Nikanti saw eye to eye about it, but we weren't seeing eye to eye about you, seeing You guys are eye. seeing eye to eye. I just love Donnie Yen, okay? I just love Donnie Yen. I don't really care for the rest of the movie. Just <laughs> Donnie are, Yen. You guys are seeing through a prism. You're like, I can see you. I can see you. But at the same time, you guys are like... Yeah. <laughs> this is a fun tangent. Um, <laughs> keep it. Keep it. Let's go. Okay. So, that's, that's what I did like. Um, let me see here. 
just kind of reading. Don't keep this. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep any of this. Well, well, I don't know. What, what were your first? I kind of heard from me. What were what kind of your impressions, Nick Nikonti? I thought it started out on fire. Mm-hmm. It got me going. I was just like watching it like, wow, that's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. And then it started to slow down a little bit. And then it picked itself back up. And then it kind of tapered off. And then I was like, okay, that was a good movie. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. It was my, I, my that, fiance's first Pacific Rim movie. The ending, uh, <laughs> a lot of the action movies lately with the endings, they kind of just kind of taper off instead of end on a high cl- climactic note. I, my you counterpoint know, for this but is... Unless you're watching Chasing Dragons, then <laughs> check was, out that review. Check out that review. Yeah. Uh, my counterpoint to that is that I was sitting right next to him and the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was... Like, this is story. I'm interested, but I don't care. I want to see big freaking robots. I want to have fun already. And then every single second from there, I was like, yeah, yeah, more robots, more robots. Where's the blood? Kaiju, kaiju blood. Oh, okay. Where's the robot? There's another robot. They, he became they Mark- got new robots. My <laughs> God, they got new freaking robots. I liked it. That's I had a lot of fun. <laughs> he became Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> now, here's the tough. Hey. <laughs> You see me but, in Transformers? Yeah. You see Did me you see me in there? Did you? Yeah. I drive Bumblebee around, okay? Yeah, me and Bumblebee. I'm riding watching, around. Uh, Daddy's <laughs> Home. <laughs> so that's oh, who we became in the theater. It was but very disruptive. That said, I do agree with you. <laughs> garbage <Cooper>. bananas. <laughs> oh, no. It's fucking garbage bananas. It's fucking garbage bananas. What yeah. <laughs> no pain, no gain. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. No, but I agree with what Nikansi said. The movie did taper off, but I still think it ended higher than the like first half of the movie i so it's like when uh, you're yeah, measuring it, it you know ending. What I mean? it was like a high little bit low back up uh middle mm-hmm. and then high and then that's a good finish we are going to put up a actual chart on instagram Nikonti's <laughs> interpretation of how the movie we're, we're just it ties and it flows. Yeah, we're gonna have a bar, bar graph showing our line graphs, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna have a pie chart showing our our pie our pies. Our I mean, pies. Our, yeah. our you, actual pies. You yeah. could tell how the ending. I mean, you could see the ending from far away. It was happening. Yeah. Yeah, but I really like. I my favorite part was when they played in the snow that was adorable see and that's where i think because um that was a nice finish denight was saying that he allowed the actors to ad-lib a lot of their stuff and and that's what happens when you have a really good cast john boyega uh, uh, you have his speech was hilarious Kaylee's, he's like right? i'm not gonna give a speech like my father but if he were here today this is what he would this say. is the speech that he would get <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kaylee Spaney was awesome. She was the pilot of Scrapper. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was very... Yeah. She, she kind of took Mako's role as the lead female right. character in it. And I thought she, she was a good contrast to John Boyega. Kind of, she was kind of getting into the game, but she's already been into the game, and she showed her usefulness and her right. resourcefulness. This is another point of, like... If we had more elaborate storytelling, we would have been able to actually connect to her character a lot better. Yes, I guess I that's wanted the, the film to me. be longer. No, that's what that's what we've been. I thought. I th- are we are we not all on the same page? We wanted the movie to be bigger and longer. 
and uncut. Is that is that page? Are we agreeing? Three? How much are we agreeing on this? I don't want to get into it with you with your intense <laughs> eyes. <Nikonsi. laughs> I we. So I, I, I do like, agree, though. I, I, like I think it could have been yeah. longer, maybe 15, 20 minutes longer. I think that would have been nice. That, but that adds Because I like the, the characters. Thing. I like yeah. these characters. If it's quality content, right? Right. If it was co- quality content, then the ending might have been that more, much more satisfying. Or just like, which movie were we watching that we, we just talked about that really... Black Panther. Black go Panther. Watch that episode. Yeah, yeah, go go listen to episode twelve. But we were talking about no, how <laughs> and, and watch <laughs> Look at it. Black Panther. Watch it a thousand times. What yeah. what we were saying is that how much more monumental the fight scenes were and the the victories and the losses the were. Pacing was amazing. Because we were more connected to the characters. You were emotionally connected to it. Jake Pentecost, aka John Boyega, was just like you know uh, a Han Solo slash dude, cool. Like, you know, I like charming John Boyega in these roles. It's great. Right. That he's a likable guy. He is really like charismatic. On yeah, it. I was like, this guy is cracking me up. He's hilarious. Yeah, and and again, uh, the Kaylee. God damn it, she was really good too. Kaylee Spaney. She that argument in the jail sale yeah was completely ad-libbed really that's amazing that was yeah. so good that's one of my Cause... favorite scenes right so th- besides the um ice cream <laughs> yeah. that was yeah. that was also ad-libbed really yes they did a lot of ad-libbing oh sorry right. go- <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> Cut that. Keep it. No, keep, keep, it. keep it. No, for sure. Keep it. <laughs> and uh, let me have some of that ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So that's what was so great about it is that just there was so much. At, when I went back to read the interview, I appreciated all these scenes that were. I was like that. That was legitimate to just kind of exploit their 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 acting abilities. Their their ad-libbing abilities right. and if this is like his freshman direct director directorial like movie mm-hmm. then like it's like debut right i i want more of this kind of that kind of level of ad-libbing really means a lot because on some levels the actors are connecting to the characters yeah right so as far as storytelling goes those that level of ad-libbing like was part of the storytelling that we were all like oh I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah, like, I I would also be this kind of asshole with the whipped cream because fuck you, man. <laughs> well, it was a very family. it was a very brotherly <laughs> kind of relationship, which they were really trying to build upon, but again, it fell short. Just a little a bit. Little it, just it, a little yeah. bit. It just needed a little bit, bit. more oomph. Yeah. Just just like I was saying, where. If we had added like that extra thirty seconds, that extra minute, on and on and on, it adds up. The same works in reverse. It feels like a lot of this movie felt like we got some just just a little bit was cut, and we were like, "I wanted that scene." Give us more, right? It's okay. Give us more. And so for tonight, I think he'll learn from this because he already is fantastic at, de- at at developing characters like look at Daredevil, Christ, Matt Murdock, <laughs> Foggy, Karen who cry me and 
you know, my fiance <laughs> agreed that she just cries every scene. Just go back and watch it. There's no scene where Karen doesn't cry. Well, or poor, she's on the verge of poor crying. Karen. I know. She's got a tough road ahead of her. In the she, comics, shit goes crazy. Right. She's like the most normie character. Like at the end of the day, Foggy is not a normal guy anyways. So like he's just more normal than Matt Murdock. It's yeah. like it's that kind of thing. Karen's like, what the fuck is going on? And Foggy's I'm just, just trying like, to drink coffee and do paperwork. And Foggy's just pissed because he's like, can we just all be normal? And Matt's like, I can't see you, but I can fucking see you. Don't, don't, don't so give me that look. I see that <laughs> finger. Put that finger away. He's like, aren't you blind? I know what that means. <laughs> I'm not stupid. <laughs> so anyway, that's when just from that work living feels like. By the way, we're all in the next Pacific Rim. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my God. I we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. So guys, this is where you need to hit your skip button if you haven't seen the movie yet but at the end spoiler alert they say tell the precursors that we're not gonna wait for them i love that part that was cool that was badass to come back let we're gonna come to them i was like oh yo space pacific rim movie yes can i have it now the other thing three servings that line plus some whipped cream and some cereal (laughs) and some sprinkles Sprinkles. Just That's some, what it though. was. Sprinkles. Just some. Maybe some fruity pebbles as well. Also, uh, you need to sprinkle some in your mouth, like in and or around your mouth that you were using the whipped cream with. Like, mm. yeah. Okay, got it. You were saying, Con? Oh, that's terrible. For <laughs> Don't do I that. Cut that, part. Cut that part. <laughs> you awful man. Okay, I, what were you saying? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that line was another moment of just weirdly great storytelling yes. where it's just enough to bait us mm-hmm. like oh my god there's the precursors were barely touched on at all during the movie i don't even remember if they were really touched on during the first movie but not really no not that yeah, much right there's no. like there's like no idea that the, like okay so there's a place where the kaiju came from mm-hmm. so how did it get here mm-hmm. oh precursor technology now we have a whole nother like not necessarily a plot hole, but like a whole bait line of, yeah, the precursors. Yeah, you didn't know about this stuff. This is some ancient technology here. I'm trying today. <laughs> That's how you fix. And and they were, they were technically <laughs> uh, very ancient because the, the first kaijus were the dinosaurs. Supposedly. Supposedly. Godzilla. According to, yeah. Okay, let me just get my Charlie Day face going again. <laughs> <laughs> I love Charlie Day. Can I, I give a nod right. to the director and his diversity of casting? Oh, amazing. Yes. yes. Right? We only had one straight up white Russian girl who I actually didn't mind. Her character was supposed to be like that kind of snob. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the angry Russian chick. But how many like, Asian people were in there? There right? were a lot. Yeah. Right? It was really good. Charlie Day, by the way, actually does know a little bit of Mandarin. We still need... So, I totally believe, like, those scenes where he's speaking Mandarin. I totally, totally am falling for it. Okay, so, speaking of Mandarin, uh, Li Wen Xiao, which I think was the CEO of the company who was creating the droid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the bot. Mm-hmm. Jaegers. I thought her character, again, that was another character that was not fully developed where, okay, so she was this badass CEO, angry woman who was just, 
head of a company and she she was very much about success and getting the job done no matter what happened. Okay, cliche. How do we break this cliche? Okay, she also has a sensitive side. She she knows that she messed up and she wants to make it right. And she's devoted in doing that. But again, I had to go back and look at this and dissect that character. Wouldn't have done it by myself. Or couldn't have done it with with the amount of information that I got from her. I am totally okay with you on that part because I felt like, like yes, there was a lack of information, but I could sympathize with like that kind of uh that kind of character where she wants to do right obviously she wants to build uh, on one hand she wants to make money but also like the droids are supposed to help you and it is not her fault that it gets sabotaged it is totally not her fault at that point yeah but she is a very like that character is at that before that point really really domineering assertive like mm-hmm. i need my thing to go exactly as i planned right and that that kind of character is kind of bland. Yeah. It's not until like like you said, where all of a sudden, oh no, we she she has like the mini redemption arc. Yes. Where it's like, oh no, I can make this right. That's literally the moment of delving into the character, and it sucks that that's the only part where you're. And you know, you, get you needed like a that. like a five minute scene where someone was just chewing her the fuck out. John Boyega's character, or <laughs> or Scott Eastwood. Uh, Lam- Nate Lambert. That that was Scotty's. Yeah, him just chewing her the fuck out. You know what the fuck happened because of your dumbass? <laughs> this is your fault. And then you need to see her like just feeling like like a zoom in on her face, on her sad, guilty face. And then she, and then and then a zoom out where she just straightens up, and then she just goes to work, rolls up her sleeves and starts working on scrapper and, and getting it ready to go so she can back them up on this fight against this fine these final kaijus. We just needed that little mm, tidbit and I'll be like, I love this guy because I did like her. I like the fact that she just put her ass on the line and freaking jumped orbit with these motherfuckers on the shaker she's like i don't give a fuck like climb in here bitch i'll i'll, I'll help you get in, out into outer space so that we can kill this motherfucker and and that was her redemption thing but it would again it would have been that much more it would have had that much more weight if again one of the funniest we things can, to me was that the uh the, at the beginning of the movie when they're showing off scrapper being a one man baby jaeger uh-huh <laughs> it uh and they showed John Boyega in there. I'm not going to lie. I, I knew that that was going to come in handy. That that was one of those like foreshadowing scenes where I was like, look, you can fit another person in here because it's a, it's a tiny Jaeger. Yeah. When it, and at the end of the movie, when they all pile in together, I was like, God, I called it. I knew it. <laughs> I wrote that. <laughs> but that's a moment of investment into the storytelling where you found out the solution for yourself. And at the end of the movie they show it to you you're like yeah i'm in it i knew it on the positive side on the negative side some people will be like wow what a cop out (laughs) so uh i'm gonna give my rating because i know we've been talking a lot Mm -hmm. uh that's um i'm gonna give the night's debut blockbuster hit film a seven out of ten just because i like the director i'm giving them one more point than i they probably should have gotten because Pacific, the first Pacific Rim movie was just so much more amazing. 
but because I like the knight and I see his potential to be a great storyteller and master pacing mm-hmm. that I'm just I'm giving them that extra point. And it was a cool movie too. Yeah. I I agree. I give it a 7 out of 10. I just uh I had a lot of fun with it especially with John Boyega and mm-hmm. the and the other girl, the other co-lead. Yes. Um but I just remember when I first watched Pacific Rim, which is directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yes. And all of these kaijus are from his mind, these character designs. He's a monster <laughs> designer. Um that I I don't know. I just when it was directed by him, you could feel like it this was him. Yeah. This is everything he gave it and which he does for all of his movies. Uh so I I don't know. I I thought the first one was better. 100%. Second one was still good. Um but yeah, I just John Boyega is freaking hilarious. <laughs> he's great. I can't get over how funny he was. Oh, he was cracking me up the whole time. Yeah. Right. I want to say that for a different reason, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And that is because in my mind, they are part of the same franchise, but these are different movies. Yeah. These are very different movies. You can tell from the out, out, outset that in Pacific Rim 1, there's much more urgency about, oh my God, how do we fight these giant monsters Yeah, that are coming from the sea? Like... We don't know how far deep they go, except we do because we made these giant monster killers. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of different storytelling elements that build into this sense of urgency there. Whereas this is a, this immediately starts off as a different movie. We're coming off of a 10 year pseudo peacetime. Right. And we start off with John Boyega in the in basically the slums because they can't get rid of the kaiju bones that have been left there. Right. Right. So there's a much different feel there. And then the movie progressively gets more and more separated from what Guillermo del Toro did. And I'm okay with that. But also I'm I'm acknowledging that it's a different film in that sense. That's something very important. Sound too. The sound in this movie is so it really is different um, because they do use a lot of brighter tones. They do use a lot of. Um, like just machine like the sound direction in, in this movie there's just tons and tons of different things going on and i really 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 enjoyed when we finally got lasers those were some of the best lasers i've ever heard <laughs> did you like the 3d i actually really did the parts that i did notice it being 3d felt a very very much more immersive and but at the same time again this is a different film this was entertainment immersive like I thought it was freaking awesome, not like, oh my god, that's a kaiju! I'm, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's at, it's at me! Like no, that was like yeah, laser that motherfucker! Yeah, <laughs> I read a review on the 3D, and a lot of it said to watch it in 3D, and then when I finally watched it in 3D, I felt eh. I mean, I could have watched it fine without it. Yeah, so take it for me. I watched it uh, in in not 3D. So I believe they call it 2D. Yeah, what is is that? Is that in? So it's not not 3D. Not that's not double 3D. negative. Can so I get then. 3D not? Can I get one ticket to the not 3D movie? Okay, so any of these. So other you're films? watching the film by yourself. 
into the <laughs> nuts. It's okay. Some people do that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so I I'd like it, one ticket. Mm. One one ticket, please. It yeah. was it it was good. It was fine in 2D. So if you if you don't feel like spending an extra buck or if you don't like 3D, you're not you're missing not, it. You're not really it sounds like you're not missing much and it, it was just as good. It was really fun. The most pop I saw from the 3D was when the credits came in. I was like, "Wow, finally some 3D." <laughs> he wasn't paying attention, but I also was I will not I I concede that the movie is totally fine in 2D. There's you're not missing a lot. I am pretty easily excited by the little bits that I did get. But that the the movie is so enjoyable without it. Like go experience the movie, not the 3D. So can we go into our badass moments to uh, finish this guy up? Yes. All right. My favorite badass moment was the fight scene between um, the Russian chick mm-hmm. and the co-lead. I keep keep forgetting her name. Kaylee. Yes. Spaney. Yes. Yeah, that was badass. Uh, she with the with the arm bar. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was like, really cool, dope. Like, out of out of left right. field. Like I, it was I can't, clean. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, it was super clean. And even with the cut, you were you felt like no, that's exactly how fast it takes to like jump on somebody, armbar them to the floor. It was beast. Like it was bad ass. All the other students were like, "Oh shit!" Yup. Nani? I want to say that pretty much any badass moment includes the Jaegers, but for a non-Jaeger badass moment charlie day like shooting up the other random citizens the other scientists i was like oh my god charlie day went he went full bad mode yeah that oh oh my god i like (laughs) it it i think he did a again he did a good manic and he did a good deranged in a in in a charlie day way but it, that's 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 why I keep going back to it is that that really is part of the energy of the film. Yeah, is you get this com like you recognize him for his comedic value from the first movie. Yeah, and even if you don't don't remember that much about the first movie, he, it's Charlie Day. Yeah, and to have him assume such a like deranged character is pretty Charlie Day already. Yeah, but you do connect to the fact that like he got he got um, Metroided. That's definitely how i would put it he got metroid like jellyfished oh oh, okay okay i got it my badass moment was the (laughs) fight between the the jaeger the jaeger the the droid jaeger Mm -hmm. that was taken over by the kaiju and obsidian black or something like that yeah Yeah. and (laughs) and the gypsy avenger uh out in the alaskan uh base that was so anime that was so much fun. I liked it so much because it became less about just bashing robot hits, and then he, they, it was it was more about oh, we got to get tactical on this motherfucker, or else right. we're gonna get fucked up. Obviously, this thing is stronger and and faster, so we need to do some kind of a maneuver and exploit its weak points. I was like, yes, right, that's bringing, dope. Bringing up that like tactical feeling uh i think one of the bigger showcases of that point that particular part of the movie is it takes a lot to drift to be drift compatible it already takes a lot so these two were already on the same level yeah probably even like technically speaking before they're linked up 
before the quote <clears throat> neural handshake mm-hmm. they are already they've been they've known each other for so long like they both looked at each other in that scene and there's like yeah okay anime and then they uh-huh. freaking co-op through the whole, like that it was really great it was really cool oh. and i hope to see more of that tactical approach to the Jaeger fights. It's it's really cool. I mean, of course, I love the parts where they're just powerhousing through some, right. some kaijus, but I like that aspect as well. So I think that wraps well, it up. Well, Do you have I anything got, else? I got, I got at least two more. One <laughs> is a spoiler, and the other one is also a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear them, cut it out. <laughs> but... One of my main what the fuck moments is Charlie Day getting brain fucked. That was so <laughs> yeah, that was weird. So crazy. I was like, there's no way. It's just Charlie Day. That's part that's part of what I was telling you guys about like storytelling. Who's his he hot just, new wife? Right? I had to triple check who directed this film. Was it that new guy or Guillermo del Toro? Because I just saw <laughs> Shape of Water. And great, right. great uh, storytelling right there. Right? Because you totally believe that it's just a regular Charlie Day character. And uh, then, boom, we're hit with the, no, he's been brain fucked. He's, like, he's twacked out of his he's mind. He's totally like, oh, it's okay, baby. Let me just put on my, let me put on this helmet and let me get comfortable. <laughs> so, with that in mind... Other what the fuck moment is when they reveal Obsidian Black being a singular kaiju brain. That was cool. That was super crazy. Super badass and super what the fuck because again, storytelling, you're like, who could be this rogue Jaeger who's like, how do they even get enough material to make a whole nother Jaeger? Where are they finding these pilots? Oh my God, it's a freaking kaiju brain like controlling this thing. And third, final what the fuck fuck moment he said too but he gave us i know i was no i we didn't touch on this at all Uh uh-huh and i was expecting you guys to do this one oh i know spoiler badass super spoiler is if it's the one that i think you're about to say it's the mega kaiju oh okay okay yeah 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 the mega kaiju like showing all three of these get like just there's whole three different fights going on like and then all of a sudden it's just like fusion (laughs) i am mega kaiju yeah how do you stop me oh like nice nod from the director for the uh gundam in the film thank you i completely forgot but you saw that over here no Um, i didn't uh, okay so we all saw it and we me myron and suki looked at each other so i love that they spent so much time showing that gundam that gundam got a lot of screen time it did so Guys, look for the Gundam Easter egg in the movie. We're not going to tell you where it is, but feel free to DM us if yeah. you found it, and we'll we'll give you guys a shout out on our next pod. But I was super stoked uh, when I saw that. I was I was looking for it the whole time. I'm like, when's this shit gonna go? Oh, there it is! I, th- I thought they were gonna do it with like Cyber Cyber Athena or Red Red Athena or whatever that one's name is. I thought that that was supposed to be the nod with the like like, like the Gundam swords basically. It's amazing. And then that happened and I was just yeah. It's <laughs> so, amazing to see um an American film with so much anime in it. Yeah, so I mean, much all culture. of it. Kaijus, those are they come from Godzilla mm-hmm. from Japan. And like the most yeah. western influence by that point is the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Right? Like, Jaegers are all these mechs. 
but they're that, they're that's Gundams. A German, yeah, that's they're a German essentially name. Gundams. <laughs> so, such a great movie. Go check it out. We completely, I, I recommend it to anybody. I would watch it again. Badass. Bad you don't even ass. need to watch the first movie, but you probably should. No, you, you should. should really you watch should watch the first, the first movie and then watch the second movie in that order. And pay for it so that they make the third one. Yes. Please, I want a third Jaeger fight. We need more John Boyega, and I keep forgetting her name. I'm sorry. Kaylee, Say it again. Kaylee Spaney. Kaylee Spaney. Yeah, she was great. Spaney. Yeah. I hope that they bring her back in. And yeah, I, so we're I gonna hope get her a, career blows up after this. Yeah, she's a ranger. She is hilarious. We're gonna we're gonna talk to the guy on Change.org and ask for a third Pacific Rim movie. All right. To close out the rest of this podcast because we've been going on a long time christ but also we've had a lot of fun with this movie yeah this pod watch it watch it check us out on instagram on facebook check me out on twitch reach me through through there and get the rest of them through facebook laugh with (laughs) us throughout your week yes so we'll see you guys next kung fu friday